0: Hi friends! Welcome to the Seek Holy Living Podcast with Christis Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. most important jobs as moms is to lead our children to know the Lord and to love him and serve him and I believe that this week is one of the best weeks the Some of the best opportunities for us to be able to speak truth to our children and to share the truth of the gospel in real and meaningful ways that will stick with them. As we do this year after year, it will create a foundation in their faith that they will build upon. And I am just so excited for the Easter week ahead. I think so often. Uh, Our culture celebrates Christmas in such a big and long way through this whole month. And so frequently as moms, it can get so busy during this Easter preparation time that maybe Easter doesn't even start until Sunday when it actually is Easter. But I want to encourage you, if you're listening to this on Monday, I'm so glad that you could be here at the start of the week with us. And, And I think that you will be inspired and convicted to use this week in a new way. But if it's Saturday and you're just now tuning in, it's okay, because the good news is your children don't know that this is a conversation that aired on Monday to be a preparation for Easter. And maybe you take some of these ideas as ways that you can continue on the Easter conversation into the week ahead. Do not let the fact that it's already the weekend tell you, oh man, I missed it or I blew it. That's not of the Lord, that is of Satan, and your Easter celebration can roll right into next week with your family more. So with me today, I'm super excited. I have a friend, Anna Panza is here with me. We uh, connected in real life in a funny way. We met at a park uh, with a wild and free group that she was with, and I loved getting to meet so many nice moms that day with all of their kids. They were doing this awesome mother's market where they were all selling their different things. And Anna was one of the moms there. She has been married for seven years and she has two children who are four and eight. And I've watched Anna over the last, golly, maybe a year and a half now on Instagram as she has shared ways that she incorporates teaching her children in the mornings as just an enjoyable part of their family rhythm. And it's really been beautiful to watch the way that she's incorporated truths of faith into her intentional morning times. So rather than just letting mornings happen, it's a time she uses very intentionally. And when I was thinking about this topic of preparing for Easter, Anna kept coming to my mind. I thought, you know, I I've seen her do it in other topics. I'll bet she has a lot to say about Easter. So sure enough, she does. Uh, you'll want to follow her on Instagram at our faith filled home, and you can check out her website. I'll link it in the show notes, our faith slash Easter. And you'll find some excellent resources there. So Anna, thank you so much for joining me. This is going to be so much fun. Thank you for having me. so fun to be able to make these like random park connections, like real life friends.
1: (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) we are real life friends.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. So let's talk about this preparing for Easter. I know it's something that you have a real passion for as well.
1: I do. um, In our home, we use a whole month for Easter. It's not just um, some, I come to the table and and kind of dream up or plan out our Easter um, over weeks at a time to see how I can use those mornings with intention, um, and incorporating different stories and aspects to keep us focused a little bit.
0: That's wonderful. And I think you are right. It does take planning and intentionality or else it doesn't happen, but it's funny. There's other things we plan other things intentionally. We just don't think about it. Maybe someone's listening like, well, I'm not really that kind of a planner, but you really are because you plan their clothes for Easter, right? Um, one of my kids was so sweet. We were trying to get me a dress the other day for Easter, which I mean with all the children, right? It's just an adventure. And they were like, You don't even have an Easter dress. We can't just leave because it wasn't successful. And I said, It's okay, Easter's gonna happen whether or not I have a new dress. So we're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do, we plan the clothes. We plan the baskets, you know, if you're an Easter basket kind of family, we buy the eggs. If you haven't yet, don't forget they will run out places. And um, we plan the food, you know, we plan all those things, but sometimes we miss the preparing of the
1: hearts. Mm-hmm.
0: Don't you see that to be true?
1: Yeah. And I think as you're like listening to you say that, I think we kind of lean on the cultural world like, mm-hmm. the the outside world is starts. January, February, as soon as Valentine's Day is over, you start to get the shift. Even before Valentine's Day Mm -hmm. happens, you get the shift in Target that is going towards spring and Easter. And so that tells us by the marketing that we need to have the eggs and the baskets. And so that prompts us as mothers like, oh, I better start. I have a bag right now tucked away in the closet of little different trinkets that I've picked up along the way. But our world is also not pointing us back to the resurrection story. So it's easy to miss. Mm-hmm. It's easy to get caught up in some of these other things, which are great planning. And I have, I do all of those things as well, but it could be easy to miss the most important part of this, the whole process. If we are leaning on the world to tell us when when it's time to do whatever it is. And I, I love that Target tells me that it's Easter time, but I also <laughs> have to <laughs> check in with myself to kind of come back into Planning those intentional moments with, with my boys.
0: Mm -hmm. It would be very easy to get busy with all of the other things. And like you attend, you know, six egg hunts or whatever it is, you do all of those things. But then it's like, did we really even talk about the story of Jesus washing feet? Was there anything about the triumphant entry? Was there anything about the sadness and the darkness of the death of Christ? Like that is so important. And if we miss that, In the name of the right clothes and the fun basket and the right food and all of that. I think we're actually, it's not that we're not teaching our children anything. I would argue we are teaching them that what the world says is important is -hmm. the priority. Mm -hmm. So we've got to guard against that. So let's talk about this. We want to prepare their hearts. So how do you see that as something different or intentional, or how do you be intentional about preparing their hearts as opposed to just preparing all the other things
1: um, it so it's two comes to mind of two sides I start to go through the Easter story again by myself mm-hmm. um, in my morning time or the intentional time that I have it at always doesn't happen in the morning but mm-hmm. I use the time that I have um, I, there's a great book um, the characters of Easter mm. and I've been reading that book to kind of help me in revisiting this story. Cause I feel like every time you, you revisit, whether it's for Christmas or Easter, you revisit different books in the Bible, something else pops up at you or you, you grab something mm-hmm. else. So I do that for myself. On the other hand, we start to shift out of just my son is four. So it's not like we've been doing this for that long, but, mm-hmm. um, we've I shift us out of kind of the basics of things, or I take those basics. So um, when we did um, our palms and we were kind of working through that name, learning our name right now is, is, is really important. And my son is fascinated with learning his name. So I tried to incorporate some of a palm with matching his name and different things to bring it back to the Easter story. Mm -hmm. And we don't really just throw out all of the basics, but we f- I'm finding ways to incorporate, make the basics also come into being of the resurrection story with him.
0: Yeah, no, I like that you mentioned that too, because I think it, we can have a tendency to think we're just going to do more. Mm -hmm. So, okay, it's time to prepare for Easter. So we're still going to do math and history and writing and spelling and typing and instruments and handwriting and Easter. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important that we realize if we're going to bring in something new or different, it needs to take the place of something else. So for us, the way we do that is we, I shift our morning time. I bring our Easter into our morning time. Mm -hmm. So morning time is normally when we sing, a hymn. We go over our Bible verses for that week. We read the Bible. We read a devotion. That's about like science in the Bible and kind of some connections there. And we read some poems. That's usually about it. Um, sometimes it will include, you know, a storybook for some reason or something about American history. Cause that's what we're studying right now, but mostly it's those things. So for us, this week, we will completely shift those things to be 100% geared towards Easter. Mm-hmm. So our hymns are going to be hymns relating to the Easter story. We might even just do one. Sometimes we just do like Christ the Lord is risen today. And we sing a different verse every day of the week until the end. And we've sung the whole thing. So it might, it that can vary. I also will bring in some fun songs. Um, I love Miss Pattycake. And I love the old music, Miss the, the Donut Man. Uh, They both have some really fun Easter songs that you can look up for your little ones. If you have young children for your older ones, think about some worship songs that are Easter focused or focus on the death and resurrection. And we will, I'll just play those during the day so that maybe they're not thinking about, Oh, we're focusing on this right now. But if it's just on, then they're kind of breathing it. in. it's just part of the environment in a different way. But um, yeah, so we'll change our hymn. We'll change our poems to being something spring related or new life related in some way or another, maybe even specific to Easter. Uh, We might do a picture study or some kind of an art study relating to Easter in some way or another. We will read through the Easter story. And we like to use um, the resurrection eggs. And we'll talk about that more later. But all of those things are going to fill in. The space that we normally have morning time. Mm-hmm. So that's really the only way. Otherwise it would feel like a burden or feel overwhelming, but this way it feels like a blessing. And it's exciting to them when they know that morning, like, "Oh, we're doing things different, like different fun when mom does things different. Cause she always does things the same,
1: <laughs> which is like the leader of your, like the leader of that time in your home to, I don't think it needs like some big announcement either. It's just, no. we plan that time for them. And so we shift the focus for Mm -hmm. them even the songs that we play in the car or where we go or what we some of the things that we say or some of the verses bible verses that you can bring up uh, kind of shift they don't realize that but it it is within this time that we use to to bring it to bring it all together Mm -hmm. to to come back to it
0: and I think the reason this is so important to be intentional about this. If we don't plan it again, we're the planners. If we don't plan it, it's not going to happen. So we have this beautiful responsibility and privilege, but the privilege is a responsibility that Mm -hmm. God's given us. And I believe we'll be held accountable for how we use it, which is terrifying, but also makes me take it serious because Mm -hmm. I believe God called us to this important work. And I believe that Easter is such an important message. And I know you do too. So mm-hmm. why, why do you hold the, this Easter message of this week at such a high standard in your home?
1: That would be for two reasons. One, I, I want my boys, my children, my, my family to see, um, God's plan. So mm-hmm. just, it, it's easy when we go through different stories of the Bible, Adam and Eve and all of these different things could, if we didn't have that, that next piece for them, if I didn't have Easter to share with them, then there could also be confusion or Mm -hmm. fear or lack of hope. So it becomes Easter is our hope. Easter, it it takes starting like, he's so good at, at his story and, and the way it all played out that if we were missing pieces of it up until this point, and and we, we, there's still a little bit that, that we don't know naturally. Um, but we could easily lose sight of, of connecting it all together, which is the hope that God gives us through Jesus Christ. Mm
0: -hmm. And then
1: I also love to Especially in our four-year-old age, I like to bring us back to forgiveness. That Mm. it doesn't matter. Um, You know, we 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 do our things. We treat. We're learning right now that we treat others how we want to be treated. We just learned the story of Peter, and Peter kind of he kind of failed a little (laughs) bit, you know. But but Jesus forgave him, and Mm -hmm. Jesus loves him, and that is what I really want him to them to grasp because I in their little brains we're kind of we're doing we're learning all of these new things we're learning new ways to communicate we're learning about treating others and how we should treat other people and forgiveness is a lifelong message that I'm instilling instilling in him mm-hmm. them my little one is eight months old but we he listens he sits with us yes um so it, it's just it is for my lifelong learner to hold on to it As he goes forward in life.
0: Yes. Okay. Two things, two scriptures that came to mind while you were talking. So, one of them is that verse, I believe it's in one of the Timothy's, maybe second, where it says, From infancy, you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Mm -hmm. And just to encourage any moms who have little ones who are listening, who are babies, your speaking out loud of scripture is not going to like return void, that God is using that to build a wealth of treasure in your child from the very beginning and the hymns that you're singing or the worship music you're singing or the songs you're playing, even when they're just there, they are taking that in and thinking about what you were just saying about using the Easter story to reemphasize a message of forgiveness and how it's the greatest story of hope and how you said that with your heart, even in the, through studying the Easter story, that there's something new that there's always something new. And there's that passage that says the word of God is living and active sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing and it goes on after that, but stopping there, realizing if God's word is alive and active, it's going to be impactful in our lives and in our children's lives over and over. And I think that the importance of the Easter message is huge because like you said, if, if we didn't have Easter Easter then Christmas might as well just be given to the world. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. you can have the Santa Christmas and all that that entails because his birth doesn't matter if he didn't die and resurrect. Mm -hmm. But how often do we pour into this whole Advent depth of time pre-Christmas and then Easter comes and it's like, oh yeah, Mm -hmm. Easter, Mm -hmm. happy Easter, go to church. It's such missed opportunity. And I think there's just gold to be to be gained by us, by us prioritizing it. Um, and then, okay, something else you mentioned that I was thinking about with traditions. You mentioned that you guys are just starting these, these things now as he's little, but there's such uh, goodness with, you know, without thinking of better words for this, there's such comfort and there's such a foundation and peace that children gain, through repetition of things
1: mm-hmm.
0: through tradition so the things that you've done already when he was two, when he's three, when he's four, I think we take those and we add on to them and they become different as they get older maybe some or maybe they stay the same and there's an innocence to that but don't you see that that he like anticipates some of the sameness of what you've done before?
1: I feel very blessed um, that his expectation, is this Uh his expectation of Easter is he's just we haven't known really any different in our home thank God that I was able to kind of figure this out as I go but his idea of Easter really and I want to cling to that I -hmm. want to cling to Easter is the resurrection story and if I'm not careful I could easily allow the world to train him what Easter is or to get his beliefs around Easter and what Easter is. And I don't want to miss that opportunity. They, the world does enough for me. Like if, oh, absolutely. I'm constantly like navigating your home to look at the world and kind of outside your four walls, you're trying to work inside to go out into it. And Easter is one of those times where we go into the store and it, it can be overwhelming it can be overwhelming with, with what little I see and, and the message that's coming back at us. So we, we work really hard mm-hmm. um, to mm-hmm. try to keep our focus myself too. I, I catch myself doing it too. I, 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 I get swept away sometimes. And as a creative, I get swept away sometimes and all of the things that are out there. I love to visit a dollar tree as soon as they roll out the new things. And this keeps my, me on track as mm-hmm. a, as a mom, To keep our focus, you know, a mental criteria when we Mm -hmm. go out of things that I'm going to grab, things that I'm going to use to celebrate, how whatever it is, and I, I just am trying to stay on track for all of us. Mm -hmm. It's not just about him.
0: Absolutely, I find the same is completely true for me too. Mm -hmm. As I'm prioritizing for them, because that really is what it is. We're setting our priorities. Mm -hmm. We're saying this is what's most important for our family's culture. Mm-hmm. And we get to create the culture of our home and it is our way. Like they know, like, this is the Panza way. These are the things we do. And my family, like, this is what the Svobotas do at Easter time. Like these are important things, but they know that because we've prioritized mm-hmm. that those are the important things. So, which also does prioritize it in our hearts too. So, okay. Let's talk about some of those, those things. Let's give some ideas of ways that moms can start doing some of these things in their home this week to point their family back to Jesus and the truth of the Easter, the Easter message, whether it's before Easter or the week after Easter, or maybe you're just so inspired that you're like, we're going to roll this through all of April, whatever it is. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. Um, so I'll let you start Anna with some of your ideas and then I'll piggyback off of those. So I know you're a super creative person, so share, share some of your ideas with us.
1: Some of the things that first come to mind for me were, um, just kind of the basics because of, of the, of the timeline here. I, I also want to say, cause it keeps popping up that Easter can e- Easter does not stop on Sunday. Mm-hmm. It, it could easily keep going. So if you're feeling inspired. And you're feeling that overwhelm of there aren't enough days. There are always enough days. He's gifted us all of these days to you. could start Mm -hmm. on Monday and, and your children would have Easter current Easter as their experience already. So I love our Jesus storybook Bible. Yes. I love recycling crafts. So cardboard for us, we make a cardboard frame and wrap yarn around it, around it to make a cross. Um, We, I love to create decorations. So we did some um, handprint palms using green construction paper. And we do, I'm finding a lot of joy right now, especially, I guess it would be his age. We can now interact and and do role-playing or reenacting stories together. So we layered our palms with reading the story and acting it out with our little brother. It was a lot of fun. Watching okay. And it. I've
0: got to tell you, okay. So stop me on that one of acting it out. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. I have had so many sweet times with my kids doing these things and mm-hmm. it's so fun. How, as they get older, you might think like, oh, they're going to be too old and or get older. And then they're going to think they're too cool for it. Like, no, 100% not. My kids are so creative. And so I'm like, Hey, let's out this out. This will be cool. And then they're like, creating these crazy things out of whatever my idea originally was. And, um, a couple of my favorites, I remember one year we were talking about the Passover and like when the angel of death passed over and how they painted the blood over the door frames. And so we got red papers and we, um, tore them up to be like the blood of the lamb. And we pasted them. we like used like painter's tape and put them all over the doorpost and imagined what that would have been like and why they had to do that. And then how Jesus's sacrifice now takes that place. So we don't have to do that anymore. So we threw all the papers away. Like what a simple thing, but it was so meaningful. Mm-hmm. And, um, we've done the, we've done the, the same the palm story where we're acting it out when Jesus when Jesus came into town and one kid goes outside and gets a branch out from outside you know from a palm tree and another kid goes and gets their coat and that is one thing that's really fun about having a big family is we have a lot of actors in the game now <laughs> so like one person's laying a coat down another and I feel like I should pause just to also clarify all the people also equals all the noise so mm-hmm. if you're like oh that's so beautiful like it's probably not beautiful probably someone's gonna get like hit with a palm branch at some point you know someone's gonna be upset that someone slipped on their coat when they laid it down it, it's always it comes with the like high energy of all the people but it is beautiful because they're getting it like they're experiencing it together and one of them is maybe being the donkey while another one's riding on their back that it's just so fun so like if you have not acted out scripture, with your children, the Easter story is such a
1: fun place to do that. It gives me hope too, because right now, I only see it in this in this small yeah. timeline. So to hear, I'm sure each year everyone has had they've evolved in who what character they're playing in this story, and I I like envision them looking back and holding on to. We could plan all of these crafts, but I'm sure it's the the physical act of reenacting stories that they're going to cling on to, mm. and seeing them grow each year and. I'm sure it's a blessing. To see, like, Oh, you remember that part? <laughs> oh, it's so fun.
0: I think another one, I, you were going to mention the last supper, mm-hmm. right. And yeah. washing feet. That's yeah. another one that we've done every year. So we do it. I, and I have a friend who does it very well as a whole, um, last supper experience. And we have not done a full meal in that way, but we do kind of a special meal where we all eat on the floor. And we eat more simple foods and, uh, wash each other's feet and spend time in the Bible. And we read through the story and it's beautiful how it's, and we take communion Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful how it's changed over the years that it started out just as me with like these little children. And now as they've grown older and I'm washing these, you know, man, child feet, and he's washing his sister's feet and his sister's washing my feet and they all, and they take turns doing it. And, and it's just a still time that they look forward to with such anticipation. And it's so simple. And it's probably one of the most meaningful times in God's word that we experience as a family every year.
1: And that's what I love hearing that I is the heart of it, that Mm -hmm. heart change and that that blessing. And it's kind of like this slowdown to allow time for this story and the way that your heart feels and you envision these things and you feel all of these emotions, which I think is what we're called to do. That's how you, that's how you connect to these stories. They're not just words on a page that you, be, you feel them. Um, I think that's beautiful.
0: It really is. A couple of the other things that we do, I'll share. And then if you have more that you want to add in, we do the resurrection eggs. So mm-hmm. I use those. It's a super easy way to tell the Easter story. And actually the last couple of years, my older kids have let it for my younger kids. So they've been the ones to say, okay, you opened this egg today and you opened this egg today. And then they take turns reading the different parts. So that's been a special thing too, As they're getting older that they've been leading the activities because they know them so well. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's proven that when we teach things, it shows that we know them. So that's really special to me also. So we do, we like the resurrection eggs and One book that we've started reading uh, every year is The Garden, The Curtain, and The Cross. Mm -hmm. It is a wonderful picture book. And if you love this one, there's a whole lot of other really good ones by that author as well. But it's one of those similar to the Jesus Storybook Bible. It's one of those that you read as the mom for your kids, but then you're like touched in your heart as well. So the garden, the curtain and the cross, I will link that and the Jesus storybook Bible also in the show notes for people. Um, and then another fun one we do, that's just a fun, lighthearted thing is we make resurrection rolls and they're super easy. And if you don't know how to do them, look it up. It's a super easy snack to be able to do with your kids, but it's fun and memorable. And normally we invite another family over with us Mm -hmm. when we do resurrection rolls. And it's not always the same family. We normally pick someone different and then it's been neat to see them continue the tradition on their own or, you know, with other families that they know. Uh, but a neat way to be able to encourage other moms
1: to try something new, too.
0: So are there any other ideas that you really love to incorporate
1: into your Easter time? Some of the other things that I like to do are keep our music, you kind of know, mm-hmm. focused on, on Easter. So we do that um, in the car when we're driving places, at home when we're coloring, when we're doing different things. In our name activities, I try to bring in more crosses and then that way we can talk about the resurrection and, and what the cross means. We'll make also um, a resurrection garden. I'm mm. sure you've seen them where you kind of recreate this idea of the tomb and the stone. We'll go outside and try to find a stone. We got some grass seed we're going to put on there and see how it goes. We make a cross out of sticks. So it's kind of like this this fun we get out, we explore, we find things, we bring it back and we create.
0: That's super fun. So fun. And I like how it would get you outside too, because that's mm-hmm. also fun and different. Um, so if there's a mom who's just super overwhelmed, what advice would you give to her so she doesn't leave with a sense of guilt or feeling <laughs> like she should be doing more when she's already overwhelmed?
1: I think my advice to anybody who feels overwhelmed would be to start at just reading the story together. There's that sitting together, reading from your Bible is teaching them. So you're you're teaching them with, that seems so basic, but it's, it's not basic. I don't think that's the correct term, but that can create an, something that doesn't make you feel overwhelmed. And then that's why I like recycled crafts. Um, but start with one or two things. Maybe this year, it's just the cross that you make. It's just um, a toilet paper tube cross. But I think if, you got on Pinterest and you tried to cram all of these ideas in and get the inspiration, get the inspiration for next year. But this year they will remember just reading that story together. Mm-hmm. And that is, if you're feeling overwhelmed, just start there.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I would also encourage people to go to your, go to your website and look up the resources you have because you've created some neat stuff and it's super mm-hmm. user-friendly, super easy. It's free. And, um, and again, going back to what we first talked about, just go back to scripture. Mm -hmm. Use your children's storybook Bible, use the Jesus storybook Bible, use a book like the garden, the curtain and the cross, play some Easter music. This is not going to be any extra burden. And I believe that as we act in obedience, as the Lord is leading us, that he will actually fuel us more and that you'll be surprised as you figure out what things could change for this week. Like what Mm -hmm. things could I take out? to be able to add in some more time Mm -hmm. for things of the Lord that you'll be surprised to see how perfectly it will all end up, um, end up coming together and how your children will see, Oh, mom's changing some things and giving us something new that tells them it's important. Mm -hmm. And so when you do that, it's, it's the right choice. I'm going to say you're making the right choice. Anna, thank you so much for joining me. This Mm -hmm. was so much fun.
1: I loved it. Thank you.
0: Oh, you're so welcome. Well, mamas, I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful Easter week. I pray that you are so blessed this Easter, whether it is Saturday and you're going into Sunday and going into continuing celebrating the truth of the Easter story that is not limited to a date that we have set on the calendar, Or if you are going into this Easter week and now you're going to make some plans and use this week intentionally with your children, I believe God is going to bless you and he is going to make himself known to your children in real tangible ways. And that he is also going to make himself known to you in a beautiful way this Easter season. Thank you so much for joining us. I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends.